This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, there's an article here on uh, CBSSports.com by uh, Jeff Kerr. And we may have some guys to add to this ourselves um, on both sides of this. Uh, But he did five veterans who benefited and then five be- veterans who who took a step backwards based on what happened with their teams in the draft. Okay. And so this isn't fantasy, but I think there are a lot of like fantasy relevant names. Sure. Yeah. You know, right, right. They're not talking about left guards too often here. Right. <laughs> uh, five veterans who the draft helped. He lists Lamar Jackson as his number one. And I, I kind of disagree with that. How did you, how is Lamar Jackson helped? by the trade of his number one receiver when they didn't add another receiver. Yeah. Here's my thought. Here'd be my two arguments for and against having Lamar on the list against is exactly what you said. Their, their passing game and their wide receiver room is noticeably worse. And it wasn't awesome to begin with. My positive would be, well, the, you know, the, the, the storyline of the Ravens had an awesome draft. They'll win more games. Maybe he's now in, in line to be MVP, Super Bowl, huge contract, all those things. You know, that his stock as a player, human being, quarterback, Raven increased, even though his stock as a passer decreased. Yeah, but I think I put Harbaugh on that list before. Lamar then, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't see. I also know that they're they put, as good as everyone thinks. They're putting more on Lamar's plate than even before. Yeah, right. What they're, what they're saying now is, hey, Lamar, we know we asked a lot of you in the previous years. Now we want you to do even more. Mm-hmm. We want you to have to run the, we want you to have to run for 1,500 yards this year. <laughs> right, and take 25 more big yeah. hits than he did last they, year. They added two tight ends in the yes. fourth round, and then they added a punter. Uh, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, they draft a filet for God's sakes. Yeah. Filele. There's a lot of players they like, so I'm not going to just, you know, throw away everything I said about Linderbaum or Hamilton or Jones that because they ended up in Baltimore. Right. I, I like those players, but I don't see how they help Lamar. You're right. But I think there's more questions about this draft than people want to realize in that, Hamilton only fell to him because he he has he, he doesn't run that great. He's, he's not that a, fast. He's a little bit of a unicorn. A little bit, and not necessarily a great way. I don't think he's like Sean Derwin, Taylor. Derwin James at that size is more explosive. Is more and explosive faster. and more athletic. Yes. Like look around the league and show me show me a bunch of six foot four safeties. Right. That have really succeeded. Like, hey, I wish he was a sealer. I'm not cutting down on the guy. Right. Linderbaum is a reason why you know there are reasons why these guys fell. Yeah, and as much as you and I like Jones, I read some things after that one of his reasons he fell, Travis Jones, a nose tackle, is the same as Falele. Is people are really worried about weight issues with him? Yeah, he's a he's a little soft in the middle. Right. I mean, there's more red flags to some of these guys. It's easy to say, boy, the Ravens just take good players and the draft super kind to them, and they just grab all the good ones and they're smarter than everybody else. And I, I respect that organization no end, but these guys had more flaws than maybe draft Twitter told you. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, Kyler Murray is on number two on this list. I think so. Don't you think they're trying to, 
give him an olive branch and make him happy and you know marquise brown as well as the probably the top tight end in the draft yeah um you know at least they're going to kind of play to his strengths a little bit and make him as comfortable as possible no, i agree you know, I, I think you're trying to you know, tailor the office more to him if if the brown or if the ravens had did what the cardinals did yeah well, something would, similar right i would feel better about the ravens draft mm-hmm. but they did yeah. nothing you know nothing that you're going to they're going to have to pay Lamar Jackson and they're going to try to get him killed. I think that's the problem. Right. Uh, that's the problem here. You can't continue, you know, to have him run around like a, like a maniac and not give him any weapons. We even talked about that contract situation very much. And Kyler's is coming up as well, which is another curious one because he doesn't last. He's not the same week one as he is week 17. Right. I wonder if Baltimore, and this is a scary road to go down the Kirk cousins, franchise you franchise yeah. you again move and then if he's not physically the same turn the page that's a little hairy it's a little dicey for the locker room the organization it, it is. you know and he represents himself that's so what's this, weird about it right this isn't a situation where the front office is sitting down with a second party and discussing the player they're sitting down parties with, negotiated yeah. four thousand contracts in the right. nfl and knows what they're doing you know right? this is this is the ravens sitting down with lamar and talking about the contract. And so you're going to, when you're in those kind of conversations, you're going to say some things, well, we don't think he can do this, or we don't think we're going to be right. saying, Lamar, we don't think you can do this. We haven't seen you progress as a quarterback. We think Pat Mahomes is better than you, you know, right. I'm not giving you that money or, you know, right. And that's where I, it becomes dicey. You're right. And I don't know if he, you know, the, how the whole negotiations will work, but it, if he takes a stance and doesn't have a third party telling him, that's a that's a crazy thing to ask for, Lamar. Well, they right. might just be like, well, we'll franchise them and go from there. And that's yeah. yucky. Yeah. Number three on this list is Marcus Williams. Wow. Ravens free safety. It's an interesting approach. It's a very interesting approach. First of all, he was a big winner this offseason to begin with because they gave him a, a truckload of money. Mm-hmm. Um, He'll be the single high, deep middle, Edward yeah. Earl Thomas guy. I mean, I guess that's because Kyle Hamilton joined the party and they should have a decent pass rush. I mean, I, I, I think he's very happy with where he was, but I wouldn't have picked that one out of a hat. Yeah, I don't know either. And I, I don't, you know, they, they, they're talking about, uh, you know, defensive coordinator Mike McDonald's scheme. We really don't know what that is. People would, don't know. I would assume it's going to be John Harbaugh's defensive scheme, which is, Plenty of blitzing and then, you know, having your, having your guys in a secondary cover. Yeah. I, I don't know if we've even talked much about this. It's kind of interesting in that McDonald was an assistant coach, up and coming bright Ravens assistant coach under Wink Martindale and under Harbaugh. Yes. And the Harbaugh brothers obviously had a, a bourbon or two and decided, why don't I send young Mr. McDonald up to Michigan for the year? And give him the reins, uh, and you know you have Hutchinson and Ajabo and Dax Hill and all these dudes, and it worked out great. And they were a star defense, and so we're gonna hi- we'll fire Wink, and we'll make McDonald now uh, one year away that he learned his trade. Michael went to you know Sicily and learned how things work, and then he comes <laughs> back, <laughs> and now he's the guy. You know, yeah, right. But it's a little like the Miami head coach conversation we had, like. It might work out great. It's an interesting approach, but it's still a bit of an unknown. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, AJ Brown is the next guy on this list. Is it really better for AJ Brown to go to Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts than be with Ryan Tannehill? I don't think so. I disagree with this one. I mean, I think so as well. I think you're right. I think they're two of the five heaviest run first teams along with Baltimore. I mean, maybe two of the three most that run first teams. And I still think Tannehill is a better passer than Hurts. I don't know that I want, like, I'm knocking AJ Brown down uh, on my fantasy drafts this year significantly. Right. I love the player. Yeah. He but, got a, he, he missed time last year, but he still got 105 targets. Mm-hmm. Had 63 catches for 869 yards and five touchdowns. The bread and butter on those was play action and hit AJ on the crosser over the middle and let AJ run with the ball. Yep. 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 Does Jalen Hurts do that well? I don't think so. The play action part will be certainly a, a part of it. Yes. But, right. I mean, is he as accurate as Tannehill? No. Like Tannehill's, that's, that's Tannehill's go-to play he does that part of it well extremely well it's been their bread and butter you know yeah um in terms of landing spots i think i'd rather aj brown landed in 25 different cities i would agree like is he going to get more than 105 targets this year i don't i I, I realize it's you know 17 games but you get Devontae smith on the other side yeah and goddard's going to catch passes goddard's yeah goddard's there so i I, you know i don't know what his ceiling is in in philadelphia (laughs) If I'm an Eagles fan, I'm thrilled to add him. Oh, yeah. But, He's a good player. If, right. But if I'm a fantasy owner of A.J. Browns, I'm like, ah, that's not Like, I think he'll have more. Than, he had five touchdowns last year. I think, he, I think he surpasses that. Probably, because he's great. Yeah. The other numbers, I, you know, I could see him in a 17-game season finishing 63 for 869 and a couple of more touchdowns, which is where he had – that's what he had last year, and he missed five games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, volume is not going to be his friend. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz is the last guy on this list. And I kind of get that. I mean, they, they got him Jahan Dotson. Yep. The pair with Terry McLaurin. They didn't draft someone before the first round. Right. Uh, Although Howell's not your typical fifth round quarterback, in my opinion. I agree. I agree with that. I, I mean, I guess he's in a better spot. They, if they had drafted a first round quarterback, I'd say no. Mm-hmm. You know, or I say, thought there was a really good chance they would add added like a Hamilton. They didn't go defense in round one. Yeah, you know, I mean, the Nami Brown, McLaurin, uh, Samuel, who's actually healthy for now, not a terrible O line. Yeah. Gibson, McKissick, you know, uh, there's stuff around Wentz. I mean, he's in a better spot than he was, I guess, a month ago. Yeah. Now there are five veterans who are hurt by the draft. Rashad Penny. I don't think there's any doubt. No doubt. Yeah, but they only signed him to a one-year deal. I mean, he was great for like six weeks last year. Fine, but he's really hard to count on. (laughs) Right. Yeah, but he averaged six point three yards a carry in those final five games. Like five games. Yeah, I mean, he was like one of the best running backs in the league. Actually, it was in the final five games. It was seven point three yards per carry. Like he was a he was a fantasy football winner for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I bet he's a high percentage of teams that won their fantasy league because he gelled at the right time at a minimal cost yeah side note and i'm not picking on james connor i can't believe they didn't add i'm not saying kenneth walker but i can't believe that they're pretty much sink or swim with him as their only running back that's nuts to me yeah i agree uh number two on this list is ryan Tannehill. i mean obviously he lost aj brown mm-hmm. and they drafted a, a yeah. quarterback that has talent and he's going to take some time away from him and you know traylon mm-hmm. burks to me does not replace aj brown nope Man for man. 
no, no, no. The body types are the same. I get all that. But Traylon Burks is not A.J. Brown. No. A.J. Brown, to me, is a top 10 receiver. Yeah. I mean, Burks is a project. Now, they did add Robert Woods, but when's he going to be ready to play? Mm-hmm. Assuming he's healthy, he's going to lead the team in receptions. Yeah, he's coming but off that's a torn a ACL. Assumption, right? Yeah. No, Tannehill's um, yeah. Tannehill's future is pretty murky. Absolutely. Uh, Devin Singletary is a no-brainer on this list. Although I can, yeah. you can put that, you can put Zach Moss on there as too. Yeah, but Singletary is Duke Johnson still up there. I don't know that matters. I think either. they signed him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Singletary got 188 carries last year to, to Zach Moss's 96. Mm-hmm. Singletary's not getting 188 carries this year. No, I think they look at him as an as an early down guy, and Cook is the third down guy. Again, if I was a steal, I'd be I'd be on the phone with him trying to get Zach Moss off of the. Mm-hmm. He he would be a the perfect compliment to Najee Harris. I don't know what the problem is. I, I don't mean, know either. Is there something about Moss that we don't know because they have not? There's been no ringing endorsement since he's been drafted. Really, right? I, I don't I, get it. I another um, running back name to throw out you that's still out there. I wouldn't mind signing Justin Jackson to a league minimum type of deal too. Yeah, I think, no, I I think he's decent. Yeah, that would make some sense. Then we get to Mitch Trubisky on this list. Yeah, he was hurt. He was the only team that had a first-round quarterback. I get it. And I know Mike Tomlin said that there's going to be a competition. Mm -hmm. I still think Mitch Trubisky ends up starting, if not all 17 games this season, the majority of the games this season for the Steelers. And if they're in in contention, they're going to continue to start him if he he wins a starting job. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, my opinion of Trubisky hasn't changed. Uh, He just has one more hurdle that he didn't have two weeks ago. Right. You know, but I, yeah. I, I still think it's a good signing. I think he's got a chance to be a very good player for him. Uh, the final guy on their list here is Sam Darnold. Could you really say Sam Darnold was hurt by what happened in the draft? No. I mean, I think he's the luckiest guy on the planet. That they that's didn't, all they, that's happened to him. Right. All they did was have Matt Corral. That's not like they could have traded for a veteran. They could have traded for Baker Mayfield. Right, right. Or then they should have taken Malik yeah. Willis at six or right. at six. You know, right. <laughs> I think he got off scot-free considering <laughs> he deserves to be dropped. I mean, his play is so bad. Yeah, I, I I, don't get that one at all. He should have been on the guys on the on the upper part of the list. Yeah, I mean, Matt Corral could beat him out. And I do think we'll see Corral if those are the only two options this year. But that doesn't mean that the draft hurt Darnold. Darnold hurt Darnold. Absolutely. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anybody else that you would add to any of those lists, Matt? Hmm. Mariota. Yeah. I mean, I think Ritter has a chance to beat him out in camp. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, you know, I think that that's certainly a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I look at Michael Carter. Did Dak Prescott get helped in this draft? No. And and O Lyman's nice, but he's a project, right? And then it was defense from there, pretty much. And, and they didn't, they, you know, they they get rid of you know, Mari Cooper's gone. They didn't really replace him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just I don't to know. spin it to the Steelers real quick. Do you think Claypool got hurt, or Deontay, or anyone? I think, by the- I think Pickens is more competitive with Claypool than he is Deontay. Yeah, I was thinking about this this morning, and. I, I the more I think about it, I would really push Claypool 
to the slot. I would too. And insist that he has to get back to blocking or your playing time might get cut. If he's a successful slot receiver, a big slot that will block like a crappy tight end blocker, like I'm, I don't expect them to be, you know, right. the, the behind toward that can stretch the field. And I think that, that he will be much more useful in the middle of the field than just running go routes on the sideline that, because I don't like Deontay in the slot. I think Claypool could be a very interesting slot option if yeah. he buys I think, in. I think moving Deontay Johnson into the slot kind of hurt. It hurts Deontay Johnson's value. Yes. In terms of because now you're putting him in the middle of the field. He's more dangerous on the outside where he can get that clean release mm-hmm. and, and get open as opposed to, you know, running those juju routes that. You know. Right. Because here's the deal with Deontay and. Um, and he's not going to block. You don't want to. He's not going to block a soul, right. right? I mean, if you run his way, you're you're one less guy, you know. And, and Claypool doesn't have to be a trained killer as a blocker, but Deontay's not going to block a safety or even a slot. Mike Hilton would eat Deontay up in the run game. You know what I mean? And he's right. tiny. Right. Um, but Pro Football Focus put out a good article yesterday, just top receivers over the last two years versus man coverage. I mean, to me, that's what Pro Football Focus is great about. You know, they yes. chart all that. And they just, you know, here's your success versus man. And it might shock people, but Deontay has faced more snaps of man coverage over the last two years than any receiver in the whole league. And he's top 10 basically in every category, you know, against man. That's rare. And I'm not changing him at all. You know? That's why you that's why you pay the man. That's why you pay the man and you don't move him. The and, and the reason why he faced so much man, because you're not going to play zone against the Steelers because the ball's coming out so quickly. Right, right, right. And that'll change. <laughs> You'll probably see less yeah. man going forward. Plus your quarterbacks now more of a running threat to, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, that, Roethlisberger is going to be at, so you don't need to play zone against them. And the ball's no, coming right. out in, in, you know, 2.2 seconds. You're not going to play off coverage. You're right. Bang them around. <laughs> I, mean, a, I don't think people realize how, how how hard Deontay's job has been over the last two years? I absolutely one hundred percent agree. I, that's yeah, I do understand it, but yeah. I don't think everybody understands it. And he's no. not a slot just because he's smaller than Pickens and Claypool does not no. mean he's a slot. He is he is an outside receiver, and he has been really good very very good at it. He's the only yeah. guy in that roster right now that we know can beat man coverage. Yeah, I think Pickens will, and I think Austin will, or what? Yeah, Calvin Austin will. But I haven't seen it. Right. Just it hasn't been shown yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, that was the uh, CBSSports.com uh, list um, of, of guys. And, uh, you know, I, th- I, th- I think you could also add Chooks or Korofor if you're looking at the Steelers to that. Yeah. List. Big and vote Dan, of confidence. And Dan Moore, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Both yeah. of them. The O-line as a whole. Big vote of confidence. Yeah. They didn't add anybody else to it. I mean. Yep. And they, they could have. They feel like they've they've got a pretty good set line. Yeah, I mean, there were linemen when they drafted Liao that would have made sense, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We talked about him when we were on the air. Or a second, instead of the second receiver, or, you know, they could have. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with segment three right after this.